0: Hello and welcome to Calling All Cars from OTRGold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Calling All Cars, a presentation of the Rio Grande Oil Company. Stopped police calling all cars, all cars, attention all cars, attention all San Joaquin County Sheriff's cars. Broadcast 64 regarding a murder. Pick up Pete Liliopolis, described as a Greek, 5 feet 10 inches tall. Has black hair, black eyes. Wearing a dark suit, no hat. That's all. <laughs> For the third consecutive year, the city of Los Angeles again awards its gasoline contract to
2: Rio Grande. Proof,
1: again, that Rio Grande cracked gasoline gives greater speed, greater power than uncracked gasoline. Unless there is really something superior about this gasoline, why should it be selected, wherever it is sold, to power more police cars, fire engines, and other emergency equipment than any other brand? the police department of Los Angeles takes pride in the record-breaking speed of its radio police cars, which often responds to emergency calls within a few seconds. As the speed of these police cars depends upon the gasoline, naturally, the city carefully
2: tests
1: all the leading brands. You can get the same Rio Grande cracked gasoline with Tetraethyl at no extra price. At an independent service station near you. And you too can enjoy the thrill of police car performance. And now it is our pleasure to bring you Deputy Sheriff Rudolph T. Weber of San Joaquin County, who will speak to you from San Francisco. With great good evening it was with great pleasure that I accepted the request of my chief Sheriff Harvey Odell of San Joaquin County to appear as his representative on tonight's broadcast of calling all cars. The case Sheriff Odell has selected from San Joaquin County files is the most interesting one. At first glance it would appear to be a clueless crime. Although the murderer was identified by several witnesses, he vanished immediately after he fired the fatal shot. For two years, we searched for him. It was a heartbreaking task. Finally, by checking the court records at Portland Oregon, we were able to ascertain the true identity of the murderer and obtain a key to his past records. In the end, we got that key, and we got our man. What he did and how we caught him, you're about to hear. On with the show,
2: yes.
1: On with the show. And how we, what he did, we were able to ascertain the true identity of the murderer and obtain the murderer and obtain a key to his past record. In the end, we got that key and we got our man. What he did and how we caught him, you're about to hear. On with the show. Afternoon in 1932, the yard in front of a little school on the outskirts of Stockton, California, is filled with laughing, playing children. School has just been let out, and before them stretches a long afternoon to explore the reawakening world. At the door of the schoolhouse, Miss Martha Parsons, the school teacher, is putting on her hat when the janitor approaches. Carson. Yes, Robert. It was such a beautiful day. I'm sure the children would rather be out of doors when you keep up listening to me dream about geography. It
0: certainly is a nice day, no doubt about that.
1: And I'm sure that you ought to be closing up and going home to work in your garden, don't you, Robert?
0: Yes, I reckon I can get a lot of work done this afternoon. Of course, you wasn't figuring on enjoying the afternoon a bit yourself, was you, Miss Parsons? <laughs> no,
2: Robert. How could you accuse me
0: of such a shame? Mighty nice afternoon for a drive. That is, if that young fella in the forge were to drop by, Miss <laughs> <have Ms>. Parsons. <laughs>
2: Robert, you seem to want to be a shame. Why?
0: Nothing wrong if you want to go riding with a young man. After all, it's spring. Right now, if I was 40 years younger, I'd be asking you to go riding myself. <laughs> yeah, but
2: I, I don't know what that means.
0: Maybe it's just spring. Well, it's got to be closing up, I guess. Good afternoon, Miss Foster. Good
2: afternoon, Robert. Well, you're from your father. From your father. 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 father, 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 I wonder what he can. I wonder what he can want. Good afternoon,
1: Mr. Liliopolis. Wonderful uh, weather we're having. You can do.
2: Your,
1: your. Quite, it's you are already seen. I'll fix
2: Oh, what is What have I done? All the
1: time you... Then. All the time you scold my mother. No more than any of the other children. I only disagree with you. You my
2: girl. I fix no, you. No, 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 don't <laughs> Give me that gun. Give
0: me that gun. do get in my way, old man.
2: And this is just to make sure, my fine. No! <laughs>
1: A vicious kick at the inert body of the schoolteacher, the murderer, throws down his gun and runs out of the yard past the huddled group of fighting children. Within 20 minutes, Sheriff Harvey M. O'Dell of San Joaquin County arrives on the scene, questions hmm. the children and the slightly wounded janitor. Well, I've sent for a doctor, Robert. Does it hurt very much? It changed me quite a little, but it's only in the shoulder. <laughs> now, did you get a good look at the man who murdered Miss Parsons? I did, yeah. I bothered,
2: did it, Sheriff. Three to Sheriff. He's
0: the first man did it.
1: He's the fruit man? He's Liliopolis, yes. You know him. Yes.
0: And who is this Marie? He's his little girl. He goes to school here. Where is she now? Over there by the drinking fountain, crying. She's frightened out
1: of her wits, poor child. Well, now, don't have a talk with her. No, no, don't you no. cry,
2: Marie.
1: I want to talk to you. not please stop crying.
2: Yes, sir.
1: Was it your daddy who was shot Miss Parsons? Yes, sir. Why did he do
2: it? I, I don't know. Wasn't he mad
1: at Miss Parsons?
2: I, I guess he was. But why? Well, last week, Miss Parsons set me after to school, and he, yesterday, he, he spat my hand with a ruler. Well, oh,
1: why did she do that?
2: Because well, I was a bad girl, I guess. But Papa knows not think I'm a bad girl. Papa loves me. He loves me more than just my good. He's still
1: where they?
2: Yeah, my brother, the Christian, was hopping around because He says I look like my mama.
1: Uh, where is your mama?
2: I don't know. She went away a long time ago. But, but she was wearing a black chick. When I was black chick. When
1: I When I see well Marie you better well Marie, you better stop, well Marie, you better stop, well Marie, you better stop crying, well Marie, you better stop crying, well Marie, you better stop crying now and go home, stop crying now and go home, you're crying now, well Marie, you better stop, well Marie, you better stop crying, well Marie, you better stop crying now and go home, and your daddy will be waiting for you. Uh, say, hey, here. Yes, sir. you want to do some detective work? Oh, sure thing. All right, you follow Marie home and play around her house and watch for her father. And if he comes home, you hurry down to the courthouse and let me know. Yes, sir. And don't tell anybody what you're doing. This is a secret mission. Oh, don't worry, sheriff. I'll do it just like I'm, sheriff. I'll do it. Don't worry, sheriff. I'll do it just like me, sheriff. I'll do it just like I'm, sheriff. I'll do it just like they do in the detective book. While police radios and the state teletype broadcast a description of the wanted seat of Leopolis, Sheriff Odell leads a party of hastily sworn in deputies through the hills around Stockton. Late that night, he returns to his office, where Wilbur C. Worcester, his chief criminal deputy, is waiting for him. Well, Wilbur, just for a double check, I compared the fingerprints and the gun found at the scene of the murder with fingerprints on Liliopolis' home. They match. There's no question of a doubt that the murderer is Liliopolis. And I didn't think there would be. Did you find out where he got the gun? He bought it at the Sterling Hardware Company day before yesterday. All right. have 5,000 circulars printed describing him and giving his fingerprint classifications as well as his picture. Did you find a picture of him? I did. Taken several years ago from (laughs) the look for the clothes he's wearing. Here it is. Well, that'll be all right. Looks they're not like him. We'll have these circulars sent to every police department in the United States and Canada. Yes, sir. And then we'll have to get the wires right out asking San Francisco and Los Angeles to check steamship departures. And you might as well include Boston, New York, and New Orleans. You know, if he got away from the coast by plane, he could sail from New York to Boston the day after tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. You got the men faked out of the house? Yes. There are two men watching the house and another watching the mail. Good. Well, they can't get far away. And in any case, he try to communicate to those four kidnappers if he doesn't actually come back home for them. It won't be long now before they put that bird in the death house. But despite every method known to modern peace officers in creating a nationwide police cordon, Pete Liliopoulos vanishes. After three bootless months month have elapsed, District Attorney Garg T. called calls Sheriff O'Dell into his office. Harvey, to his office. O'Dell into his office. Harvey, I want to know what you've done on that Liliopolis. Yes. I want to know what you've done on that Liliopolis case. And everything I can think of. We've sent spectators all over the country, and we've watched the house, and we've over the country, and we've watched the house, and we've had the force both here and in the east covered. But we've even had a couple of ambitious boy detectives pumping guilty to his children. If we haven't gotten any further than we were on the day Miss Parsons was murdered. Have the kids heard from their old man? Not a word. And there's been no attempt to communicate with them. He's abandoned them, all right. That's yes, what they say. A criminal always returns to the scene of his crime. Well, right? not this one, apparently. Of course, he didn't do anything. According to the rule book, he didn't even have any regular motive for the murder. He just got mad and went gun drunk. Well, how about your circulars? Any reply from them? Over 50 letters and wires from all over the United States and Canada. Eight suspects have been jailed, and every one of them has turned out to be the wrong man. Well, how the devil did he get out of town in the first place? Well, we know that, all right. He drove out of town right after the murder and stayed for several days with some friends at Mantega. And then our men found his abandoned car in a Northrop near Savita and located the ranch where he'd changed his clothes. He burned them and got some new ones from Greek friends. And then, while our posse was looking for him, he returned to the home of another friend to bid his children goodbye. We missed him by five minutes, and he hasn't been heard of since. You know, it's a mighty tough nut to crack, but there's nothing but go on. He's questioned all his friends, and I've even gone to San Francisco and talked at the Greek Council. And No one knows where Liliopolis has gone. There just aren't any clues. Mm. I wonder what Ellis Parker would do with a case without clues. Ellis Parker? Sure, you'll remember him. He's that Eastern detective who was out here a few years ago in that circus murder case. He's got a big reputation. Oh, sure, I remember. Now, I was a deputy at the time. Well, if you want to call him an outside man, you might as well. I confess I've done all I can. Like I know you have, Harvey. Now, don't construe this as a criticism of you, but I'd like to see what this modern Sherlock Holmes would do with no clues at all. Well, now, why don't you write to him then? I believe I will, just for the fun of it. And it can't hurt him, he and he might help us get a fresh angle on the case. <laughs> The District Attorney Darrow writes to his friend, Ellis Parker, chief of detectives of Bergen County, New Jersey, sending him the files on the case and asking his opinion. After poring over the material, Parker dictates a reply to Darrow. They say the murderers inevitably return to the scene of the crime. That isn't quite true. My observation after handling thousands of cases has been that a murderer, unless he's a common gangster type, Almost always tries to hide out near his original home. He has a subconscious feeling that he knows all that is there. And promotes live avoid pursuit in a familiar locality. Therefore, I would say that the best way of piercing this man is to follow his backtrack. Find out where he came from and take up the case there. There is no such thing as a case without clues. And this trick Darrow and first Chief of Detective Parker? Not such a bad idea, excepting that we thought of it already and there isn't any backtrack. Liliopolis' wife died in giving birth to her last baby, and none of the children remember where they lived before they came here. Not even his fellow Greeks know anything about Liliopolis' past. And I'm just wondering what you'd do if you had to solve it. In his office in New Jersey, Keith Parker mulls over the challenge from his friend in Stockton. Leaps through the records of the murder, sings out loud, No clues, huh? this crime? such a thing? Let me see. Let me see. isn't such a thing?
2: Let
1: me see. Mm. Let me see. There isn't such a thing. Let me see. 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 the clue there's four children, a clue. Larry, born in Stockton, age 9, Steve, age 11, Stella, age 13, Mike, age 15. Two years apart. Got another year to the age of Mike, and you get 16. A year to the age of Mike, and you get 16. 16 years ago, it's reasonable to assume, Wheatman Leopoldus got married. So I confirm, 16 years ago, it's reasonable to assume, Wheatman Leopoldus got married. The got marriage. If I can find the day of that marriage, there'll be a record, that will constitute a clue. Miss Livencott. Yes, take a letter, please. Take a letter, Here's please. you be good enough to examine the marriage records on the file in your bureau. Inform us whether you have any record of the marriage of one Pete and Leopoldy. Record of the marriage of one Pete and Leopoldy. The date should be around 1915, not later than 1916. Picture of the 1916. 1909. I am from New York. I send a letter to the Bureau of Internal Statistics in each of the 48 states and all the Canadian provinces, please. Yes, sir. In all the Canadian provinces,
2: please.
1: Yes, sir. Dear <laughs> my good friend, darling, whether the clue is climbing up, whether the clue is climbing <laughs> up. For weeks, the answers drift in from state and province, wearily repeating that no records of the marriage of P. Liliopoulos existed. And then one day, Parker wires Dara, have established Liliopoulos' married Vancouver, Washington, 1915. Letter following explains, shall I continue? And Dara promptly replies, you win, continue by all means. the desk of a remote control flute, quickly comes a photostat copy of the marriage record. Vancouver watching. At first sight, the record does not reveal anything of
2: much value. parcel, however, studies
1: it closely as this Lippincott stands by. At well, least, there are a couple of things here that are news.
2: What's that, sir? The
1: gives his profession cook. Luke gives his profession cook. His record shows that he's a naturalized citizen. Got to make things difficult. Why? Got to make things difficult. Why? Well, if a man is an experienced cookie, he won't have much difficulty getting a job anywhere in the world. Good food speaks any language. Oh, Red may help us. Take this letter, please. D.W. McCormick, Bureau of Naturalization, Washington, D.C. Citizen, Washington, D.C. Kindly send me all information in your files on one Pete Peliopoulos, who received citizenship papers sometime before 1915. The president in 1915 was The president 1915. 1915. The 1915 was Vancouver Washington. Vancouver
2: Washington.
1: He was Vancouver Washington.
2: Very to Is that also? No, no, take
1: it. Is that also? Vancouver Washington. Is that also?
2: Is
1: that Is that also? No, no, take another letter to Darren Sarkin. Take another letter to Darren. No, no, take another letter to Darren Sarkin. Letter's record shows Minneapolis occupation with Cook. Shows Minneapolis occupation with Cook. I suggest that you check the Schiopolis occupation with that record shows Minneapolis occupation His residence in 1915 was Vancouver, Washington. Is yours. Is that all, yours. Is that
2: all,
1: sir? No, no, take another letter to Dow and Stockton. Letter's record shows Minneapolis occupation as Cook. I suggest that you check the cities and towns surrounding Stockton to find if their health departments have examined any applicant for Cook's job. The answers the Minneapolis departments have examined any applicant for Cook's job. The answers the Minneapolis description. These towns do not hold health examinations for Western employees. For Western employees. Have you mentioned of your Russian owners to ascertain if, if Liliopolis has ever been employed by them? While five deputy sheriffs home to San Joaquin Valley for restaurant owners when they recognized the picture of Liliopolis, Parker received information from Washington, D.C. that the group was naturalized in Portland in 1914. And of wise, Parker. Liliopolis picture identified by Merced Restaurant as cook employed there a few days in April. So prior the proprietor forgets name used, but sure it wasn't Liliopolis. What's the next step? And Parker replies, Liliopolis naturalized Portland, 1914. Indicates lived there for some time. Try Portland. They have other record there. District Attorney Darrow sends a man to Portland to search through the court records of that city for several years before 1914. While the officer is settling down to the tremendous task of ferreting perhaps non-existent information regarding one citizen of a city of 300,000 inhabitants and what he did 18 years before, Sheriff O'Dell receives another report from De Worcester. Sheriff, I've got another identification from Baker Street. Oh, yeah. sir. good sir found a lesson before he'd asked for a job. The manager didn't a photo looks like he did. Then was this? About the first of May. Yeah, that'd make it about right. The murder occurred the 20th of April, and he worked a few days at Merced, and then headed south for Bakersfield. Yes, but how did he get out of town? Now, listen, you know the answer to that one. We missed him by five minutes. Now, let's see. He worked in Merced, and then he asked for a job in Bakersfield. That means he was heading for Los Angeles. Yeah, maybe. But let me ask you this now. If you were him... Would you head for Los Angeles and that crack police force that Jim Davis has built up down there? Well, uh, no, not if I could help it. Mm. But where else could he go? Well, a, a little bit to hatch Mojave, across the desert to Barco, and through Arizona to Mexico. Yes, you may be right. Here, let me take the trail across from Mojave then. It may be a nothing hunt,
2: but I'd like to try it. Go
1: through it, Wilbur, and I've got a feeling that you're on the right track. Oh. California, a shimmering, parching desert moon in midsummer, at a roadside restaurant. Sure, so, I know that hombre. He worked here for me last year. He did? When? Oh, he was here for, well, I don't know. How uh, how long does Sam work here?
2: Yeah, that's right. He was here most of all the night.
1: They say his name is Sam. That's right. I mean, what was his last name? I don't think he ever told me The other one, may mentioned his last name, yeah. either. What other one? The fellow that was with him. Oh, there was somebody with him. Yeah, there's something in an old with an Oregon license plate on it. And what was the license number? How should I know? I was more than a year ago. Say, so, what, what do you think I am? What does Back in New Jersey, Keith Parker ponders this new information. Well, in May last year, our hero took short orders in Boston, California, was accompanied by a man who drove a car in Oregon, license. The trail led from Scottie's in the Fed, south of the Bacet Street, across the Barstow Inn. And in time, to do the deputy with you, but they were heading to Mexico. And to Mexico, where you backtrack again. Miss Lippincott. Yes, please. Have you got Atlas out there to begin? Yes, sir. Here it is, sir.
2: Thanks.
1: Do you remember the town where that Lillianopolis fellow was born?
2: Mr. Washington reports, sir. Uh, let me see. Uh, here it is. Ryan O'Briek.
1: Ryan O'Briek, eh? Argentine. Yes. England. Germany and There Here we are. Let's see now. Well, you know, Reino, U-16. I know, I know. Here it is. The province of Arcadia. The small country village, I suppose.
2: Have
1: you taken me sir? No, but I've got a hunch you might be there. trouble is that you can't get any cooperation. The local authorities make small European towns. Anyway, he's finally using the same name. Most of all, I can't write you.
2: Your friend Professor Capsover over might help you on
1: that, sir. Yes, I could. That's a good idea, Miss Lippincott over and see soon, right away. And so Chief Parker leaves his desk for the only time during his amazing remote-control investigation of the Stockton murder. He travels just 20 miles to Princeton, New Jersey to explain his problem to his friend, Professor Edward Katz, teacher of grief at the university. What's the situation, Professor? Fairly lane of the Mojave Desert. What one you your it may reappear in this little town in Greece, I'll be glad to help you all I can, Chief, but I disagree with you on one point. I believe they should communicate directly with the police in Arcadia rather than work to Athens. Communicating with the local men directly will be in their ego. You Maybe you're right at that. Now, you say you believe your man was heading for Mexico. Well, why not communicate with ports on the east coast of Mexico? He may have shipped there from to some port in Europe, possibly in Spain. Why not write like them? Yeah, again, I do not speak Spanish either. Oh, I can find someone in the language department to help us with that. That's <laughs> fine. Now, if you're heading from home, by the time you get to Mexico, you'd be pretty low on money. It's sort work his way. Probably should have a cook. What does it mean for the men they sign on in Mexican port? Well,
2: they can't hear anything by asking. <laughs>
1: For the Tampico, Veracruz, and Matamoros in nearer Mexico those to the detective's request for information. Slowly the answers come back. No, 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 never heard of Peter Leopolis. He is not in Riano. He never signed aboard any boat leaving Veracruz or Matamoros or Tampico. As far as Parker's correspondence are concerned, he never existed at all. Parker's investigation comes to an ignominious halt. But the next day, a letter from Stockton arrives at Parker's desk. Just as the Pringadero writes, one of my mares uncovered something to you in those Portland fires at last. In 1914, three months before Liliopolis was naturalized, he had gone to court to have his name officially changed from Smirno Smirno to Pete Liliopolis. Mm. The key. This is the dynamite to blast through the thick wall which has stopped the investigation. Parker swings mm-hmm. into action. Fort Captain, Tapigo, Mexico. A a record of one Sven O. Svenogramas standing on a ship at Good Harbor, possibly in the capacity of cook, in the summer of 1932. Ellis Parker, Chief of Detectives, Wellington County, New Jersey, United States of America. Ellis Parker, Wellington County, Estados Unidos. Our record shows Smyrno Smyrno Smil- Granis find his cook on Trump's female side of the equator bound for Pernambuco, Brazil in July 1932. Manuel Gonzalez, first capitan, Campito, Mexico. Fourth captain, Pernambuco, Brazil. And facing Smyrno Smyrno Granis, cook on Tramp, side of the equator. Landed Pernambuco sometime July 1932. Have you any record of him? Ellis Potter, teach the Parker, chief of detectives? detective. Ellis Parker, chief of detective, Burlington County, established in University of America. Pride of Equator, James cook in Pernambuco in July 1932. Former cook, Took passage for Barcelona on the Andalusia, Augusto 3, 1932, Pablo Cantan, Port Capitan, Estados Unidos de Brasil. People's Police, Athens, My man's right name is Slurno Slurno Finally Kindly check our Cadia for records of such a man as VI. We hold warrant for murder. Alice Parker. Elyse Parker, Burlington County, New Jersey, United States. A record of smirno, smirno born in Raiino, and immigrated to your country in 1907. There is rumor has returned. i investigating. John for chief of police, out in Tellez. Parker continues spinning his web. A web composed of strands of the transatlantic cable, the filaments of his relentless man-hunting brain. Mm-hmm. Williopolis... Aelius Nevogranus had landed in Barcelona, had immediately re-embarked for Athens, had taken a train from Athens to Auburn. Two years have elapsed. It is now a sunny May morning in the sleepy little hamlet of Raino in legend-filled Arcadia, a cellar of sweetmeats. Sits before his little shop, lazily flicking, buzzing flies from his wares when a stranger approaches Good morning. Good morning, sir. Some uh, sweet meat today. Here are some very nice ones I just made. Your name is... You have Yes. You have been to America? Uh, yes. For some time, but I come back to my beloved Rayuno. I do not like America. It is no good. Did you ever know a fellow countryman in America by name of Cute Liliopolis? Peace. What name did you say? Cute Liliopolis? No, no, I never heard of him. Here's a picture of him. Recognize him from that? No, 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 I never saw him before. Honor, sir, can't I tell you some sweetness? Into me, this looks like you. But no, this man has a clean-shaven face. I have a big mustache. Well, he looks like you. These honey pastries are very nice. So try some of them, please. You're under arrest. Liliopolis, alias Smyrna, You're under arrest for murder. No, no, no. There's some mistake. I never hurt anyone. I never did anything. No, no, Good no, time. no. You can and come along with me. You're going for nice trips all the way back to Stockton, California. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. brains, the mails and the telegraph, did Ellis Parker, the remote control sleuth, find Stoften's murder? But valuable though Chief Parker's work was, he himself closed the case with the highest praise for the meticulous investigation conducted by Sheriff O'Dell and District Attorney Bella of San Joaquin County. Without the aid of this valuable and complete ground work, Chief Parker admits he could have done nothing. The United States government, at the request of District Attorney Dara, immediately began expedition proceedings with the Greek government. But due to the fact that Smyrna Granis, (laughs) the Elias Oleopoulos, had failed to inform the Greek government at the time of his naturalization in Portland, Greece held that he was still a Greek citizen. However, the Greek foreign office ruled that Smyrna Granis have violated the laws of Greece by committing murder in California and therefore must stand trial in Athens. Depositions have been taken and are now en route to Greece, where Snerogron's guilt is held to be a foregone conclusion, and the facts of the case are being awaited to the High Court in Athens merely to determine the degree of punishment to be meted out to the murderer of the Stockton schoolteacher. And now a surprise awaits every motorist who drives into a Rio Grande Gasoline station. Uh, what's this I hear about your selling an oversized quart of oil for a quarter? That's right. You get two extra ounces in every quart can of Sinclair Opaline motor oil. Mm-hmm. But only twenty-five cents. Well, it's the cheapest canned oil you carry, it, isn't sure. it?
0: I've got western oils here to sell for thirty cents a quart. But all the trick
1: processes in the world can't improve on a poor quality base. I'll guarantee the Sinclair Opaline oil, made from the finest mid-continent crude, will outlast the highest price, Western oil. Mm-hmm. You'll guarantee it. Well, <laughs> what proof is that? My guarantee is backed by Sinclair, the world's largest independent oil refiner. And Opaline is the oil that made Sinclair famous. Rio Grande guarantees it, too. So oh. give me an oversized quart for a quarterback. of that. Oh, by the way, I'd better have some Rio Grande crack gasoline to go with it. You're a smart buyer, sir. And here's a present for you. Read this latest copy of the
0: Calling All Cars News. There's a two studio... Movie news, a theater and radio guide. Why buy a magazine when you can drop into any real grandy
1: service station and get a publication like this absolutely free? <laughs> King County Sheriff Cars, Translation Broadcast 64 regarding your murder. protect your case in our That's all. All all cars is written and produced by William M. Lopeson. This is your narrator, Frederick Lindsley, saying good
2: night for the Rio Grande Oil Company.